Hey, Schmazettes, you're listening to Listen Listen with Patty and Emily. I'm Patty. And I'm Emily. Five, six, seven, eight. Patty and Emily, most obsessively talking about all your favorite Broadway shows. Patty and Emily, thoughts and comedy from Broadway Superfans. From Broadway Superfans. Emily, it's your favorite holiday Thanksgiving coming up. I fucking hate Thanksgiving. (laughs) I really dislike thanksgiving greatly i mean it's a sham of a reason what's a sham of a reason why it exists right yeah i mean thanksgiving is bullshit and also i don't like the food Mm. that's an issue because see like i understand that it's a sham of a reason that has turned into at one point something nice and has now turned into capitalism again Mm. but uh, also like the food, so I'm still I can still get behind it. <laughs> right, and I feel like as a child I always hated Thanksgiving because of the food, and as an adult I can't stand Thanksgiving because of the genocide. Yeah, so twofold. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I will be doing a full traditional Thanksgiving with my family because my family's all here. I suggested that since we don't really have enough furniture to actually have Thanksgiving for like 15 people, which Mm -hmm. is what's going to happen, that what we should do is just have Ethiopian food and sit sit on on the the floor. But I... I, You got vetoed? vetoed. We're doing a turkey. Well. Whatever. (laughs) Well, because it's Thanksgiving week, there is crazy Broadway schedules. Mm, So if mm, you're mm. in the area, if you're visiting, if you live here, check... Your schedule. Yeah, make sure you know when the shows are. And maybe you can catch a show that you wouldn't have thought because they have a Friday matinee. Well, exactly. (laughs) There's a ton of Friday matinees. I may or may not try to check out one depending Mm. on if I'm going to a a Christmas tree farm or not. I have to work on Friday Mm. morning at like 6 a.m. But I could see a matinee. When are you off? 12.30. Oh, all right. You could see a matinee. So, yeah, look, there's a ton of Thursday matinees. I mean, Friday matinees, Thursday's Thanksgiving. But there are also shows on Thursday. Like, these are the people who have to go to work on Thursday night. Yo, everybody, send some schmackeries over to, like, Finding Neverland because they have to Carly Carmelo has to perform on Thanksgiving, like, at 7 p.m. <laughs> 730 I mean, I guess- I mean, I guess you, like, do Thanksgiving at, like, 2 p.m. Well, right. So you can do That's Thanksgiving true. and then go do your show. Yeah. But you can't, like, eat a full Thanksgiving dinner and then go perform a show. Yeah, you can't, like, Leslie Margarita, because Dames at Sea has a show. Oh, yeah. They can't, like, get turkey bloat and nope. then go do a tap no. show. Yeah, guys. Of so course. send them schmackers. Yeah. Of course Chicago has a show. <laughs> of course. Of well, course. that was I thought was interesting is, of course, you're like, of course Chicago has a fucking show. Mm-hmm. Because Chicago will always perform when no one else is performing. Right. To sell tickets. Uh-huh. And then I was... And I wasn't surprised about Finding Neverland. Right, because that seems like a Harvey Weinstein right, move. Right, mm-hmm, right, right. Mm-hmm. Because he's like, we're going to make lots of money. Yeah. Fuck you, I'm going to my mansion. Yeah. Um, I was surprised that... um, Not On Your Town, the other one. On Your Feet no. has a show. Dames at Sea. Dames at Sea. Okay. On Your Town. 
Is that what I said? <laughs> you did. <laughs> that's why I said on your oh, feet because on your feet actually does have a show, and so does Dames at Seeds. So it's just those oh, shit, four. Wait. On your feet has a show on Thanksgiving. On your feet has a show. I want to go to that. Dames oh, no, at Seeds has a show. See, I can't even see a show on Thanksgiving because I have to be up at like five a.m. Yeah, Finding Neverland in Chicago. Listen, guys, go see some shows, and if mm-hmm. anyone wants to buy us tickets to the Color Purple, like right now, <laughs> that'd be great. Yeah, because I haven't seen it yet, and that. Is destroying my soul. Mm-hmm. Hey, Book of Mormon has an added Monday 7 p.m. show. Cool. If you want to try Ooh, I bet the lottery, a, try a lotto for that. Hey, that's tomorrow. <laughs> right. I can't. Or see tonight. A show I tomorrow. guess. Yeah. I can't see anything tomorrow because I have to work early in the morning. This is how I know that I am. I realize now that I'm actually getting older. Yeah. Is that I want more sleep. Yay! Like I'm like, come to my I'm world. I'm gonna stop. I mean, I still will, can stay up on. You know, we'll do what I gotta do. Yeah, but well, when can, given the choice, right? I was like, you know, if I have to work, if I have to be up at five a.m., that's the thing. I really do want to try to go to bed by at least midnight. You know, it was the only show that we could go to, and it was her quote unquote dirty show. But there aren't many people I would mm. roll out of Brooklyn at ten thirty at night right. to see an eleven thirty right, show. Right, right, yeah. But Carrie Butler's one of those people. Yeah, Carrie Butler's worth it, definitely, especially on a weekday. Right. But yeah, I'm sort of like like I could rush the color purple on Monday tomorrow today when you're listening to this, <laughs> but. I have to work in the morning. It's rough. It's rough. Oh, my God. Decisions. I'm getting old. No, I'm not. I'm a baby. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay to get old. It doesn't mean you are old. You're just getting older. Well, also, like, mostly I find it interesting because I feel like I have very few, if no, qualms about getting older. I'm actually excited to get older. It's very nice. I would really like to be in my 30s. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of over my 20s. Like, my therapist is always like, your brain doesn't finish developing until you're 32. And I'm like, Ooh, well, I'm done. Fuck, am I not 35 ding, 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 yet? Ding, ding, like, ding. I am ready yeah. brain. Like, can we just get over this? Mm-hmm. Like, can we get there now? So it is one of the one moments where I've been like, oh, yeah, no, I get it. Um, yeah. I'm 27 now and I want to sleep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sleep is a beautiful thing. Well, anyway, if you don't feel like sleeping... Go see all these shows. Go see those shows. Go see the shows. And yeah. if anybody's if anybody's hit up that color purple rush, will you just tweet us? Let us know mm-hmm. what time you got there. How many people were in line? How many people were in line by the time the box office opened? Whether or not all the tickets sold right away. Give us all the deets. Can we talk about real quick? I'm looking at this Thanksgiving schedule. The Illusionists is back on Broadway. That show that I got pulled up on stage for <laughs> um, in front of Stephen Sondheim. And their regular Saturdays are a three-show day. What the fuck? They have an 11 a.m. show, a 3 p.m. show, and an 8 p.m. show. How is that equity? I mean, I mean, I guess I don't really know. They might not rules, be, but like, because I don't know what the in a deal is house. with them. Yeah, I don't know. I thought if you were in a Broadway theater, you had to follow equity stuff. I mean, unless That's there's a like good special. Question. I honestly don't know because I don't. Is Michael Flatley Lord of the Dance in equity? I don't know. I have no idea. But that's crazy. Yeah, I don't Yo, know what the insane. rules are. Also, like, what the illusions? <laughs> you, what illusionists? You were just like. 
it crushed. It crushed at the box office. They were I like, mean, bring it back. And I don't know what their schedule was then. But yeah, they have a five-show weekend normally. That's I'm crazy. looking at this. It looks like they're dark Monday and Tuesday because they have an added show. No, Monday and Wednesday because they have an added show Wednesday. Um, that takes the place of their Thursday. And then, Wait a second, know, but they do nonsense. 11 shows a week. Well, I think this, I think these two added ones on Friday, 11 a.m. and 3 p.m., they might have just like straight up added oh, them. Oh, just the, to, all, like, I understand. All the ones in bold yes, are, are added. added. Yeah, but there's an extra one. There's two extra ones. I, I think listen, they just literally added them for this week. If somebody listening to this knows about equity stuff, <laughs> Educate us. Yeah, I'm curious. Questions. That's crazy. Well, we saw a show, well, a reading of a show, mm. a new play today. Yeah, we did. And you know how readings work. It's early workshop, so we're not really going to be critiquing anything, right. but um, we'll just yeah. let you know about it so you can follow its progress. Yeah, it was just, uh, we came to it through Bruce Jones, who is mm-hmm. a star and collaborative writer, I believe. Yes. Um, whom I know from the Twitter. And yeah, it was exciting because like we connected on Twitter because we were both like, I don't know, why aren't there more black people on Broadway? Basically was how that conversation started. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he was like, I'm working on this show that's about like kind of like the culture of gay dating and like how <laughs> gay guys can be really, really awful when it comes to appearances. Yeah. And, and there's a lot of like fat shaming mm-hmm. and yeah, like and, a lot of bullshit. Yeah. And it's called what we look like. And it seemed like it was maybe the third or fourth Something reading like of it. Yeah. And a lot of the people who attended had, had seen, seen yeah. you know, it's like their group of friends or right. fellow collaborator collaborators. Um, it was a fun environment to be in. There was, was. like a little talk back afterwards. The talk back was nice. And what was funny is we were looking at our like the program or whatever you want to call it. It was like a one sheeter mm. that was on each of the sh- the chairs. And after it, I was like, I thought I remembered you telling me he wrote it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, there's no playwright written. And then as they were discussing it at the talk back, it was clear then made clear that they had all been collaborating on it together which which is cool i like that yeah yeah it was a really i would love to see like further incarnations of this because it was it's such a good subject matter the characters they created are really great really interesting and layered like great character development Mm -hmm. um and it's fucking important stuff to talk about and it's interesting and it's funny. Well, also it was funny. It was yeah, really funny. I guess because it was at the new school, I kind of expected it to be a student thing. Well, I don't know. Maybe they are. And students. I'm and I'm still unclear, but I like that I'm unclear on that. Yeah, because it felt, and I don't I'm not like trying to knock students. Sure, sure, sure. Um, but it felt you know professional and yeah, like it was definitely. in the early stages of a professional production. Absolutely, absolutely. Um. So yeah, like we said, we're not gonna you know go into it. Um, but hey, keep an eye out. But it was good at this yeah, stage. We'll keep you posted. We'll definitely say that. And if you want to f- like keep up with them, they their social media handles. I think most everywhere, but Twitter especially is WWLL Play, which is what we look like. Play, play. Um, and follow them. Fuck yeah, yeah. Do it. New works, new works, guys. It's exciting. It's exciting to see. Brand new stuff. I always want to see like readings of stuff because then it makes me think of like, you know, being the person that's like, not like in a hipster way. Right. But like if you went to an early reading of 
a Sondheim musical. Right. And not like it's I just, knew him back right, then, but, but like, in, like I was oh, there for I the remem- process of and it. And I remember when like that character was like this and when that there was this yeah. other person and this other scene. And like also that's why I like seeing stuff in previews. Right. You and know? out of town. I like talking about how they cut that car from Scandalous. <laughs> Spent so much money on so that car. So much money on that car and they, just and cut, they cut, it. cut it. But thank God they cut it because yeah. it was a piece of shit. So I've heard. I did not oh get God. to see it. By the time a, I saw it, the car had been it cut. It was basically two dimensional. Yeah. Yeah. It was a piece of shit. Well, and also not in a hipster way, but like I like to think when I see these readings of of new works by new writers and or and or friends of mine mm-hmm. who are working on things like who are they gonna be in the future? I know, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Opening doors. I know. Yeah. Well, because it's like, yeah, it's like that exciting thing where you're kind of like you know, we chatted with Bruce. I know him from the Twitter and like, oh my God, what if in like 25 years he's like winning Tony Awards and we know him. <laughs> yeah. That's exciting. It's also sort of And like we that, all talk like I this. Know, we all talk like that. <laughs> well, like, it's also that thing like I feel living, being, both of us, being in New York sort of as long as we are, I feel like we're kind of getting more to that point where people that we've knew and know are actually, you know, Oh like, yeah. Like I was like, Lennon Parham has TV shows. Mm-hmm. Like I took an improv class from her and she is on TV. That's awesome. Yeah. And stuff like that. We're like, yeah, mostly like UCB people, mm-hmm. I guess. Well, yeah. I'm <laughs> always UCB like, I know that person know in that, that commercial. Person. Hey, I took a class with them. Or like, they were my teacher. Well, and like, that's because. I used to see them around all the time, but I've never talked to them. Well, right. <laughs> and that's because that was now, you know, like six years ago. Right. So where we are now in six years will be those people who we are now acquainted with in the musical theater world. Right. Because that's the world we were in right. six years ago. Exactly. Well, because it's like. Like, we, you know, have acquaintances with, like, Laura Benanti mm-hmm. and Les Margarita and these people. And I'm like, oh, my God, how exciting. Like, I, sometimes I just like thinking about, like, what it will be like going to the Broadway flea market in 50 years. Mm. I like thinking about mm-hmm. going to the Broadway flea market in 50 years, actually. Yeah. I like thinking about that a lot. Yeah. Because I think about... You know how excited I get. Like, like think about think about when we were at the Broadway flea market. Mm-hmm. I think it was two years ago, and we were looking at show jackets, and we were like, "A night in Hollywood, a day in the Ukraine." I don't think that's the correct title. Of that show. <laughs> I don't remember but what it's something it is. Really close to that. Yeah, it's like something in Hollywood and something in the Ukraine, and mm-hmm. both of us went, "What." What yeah. the fuck is that show? I've never heard of it. And there was a guy sitting next to us that was like, I saw it. It was good. <laughs> like, I just think, scandalous? What's that? And I'll be like, I saw it nine times. Basically, I just want to talk about scandalous. In 25 years? Yeah. Or 50? 50, how many? 50 years. 50. 50 years. Ooh, we'll be old. We will be I'm old. I'm going to be 82. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How old will I be? 77. Cool. Yeah. Cool. That's crazy. That sounds We're going to be awesome. Yeah, we're going to be great. Ooh. See, I'm telling you, my, you know, Leap of Faith opening night playbills, mm-hmm. I think will be worth more in 50 years. Mm. That's my retirement fund. Okay. <laughs> I think it will. I think they'll be worth more. Mm. They'll be worth something. I mean, they're not worth anything, right? They're worth like a dollar. Well, like right, I could sell dollar. them on eBay, right? For like maybe yeah. I could sell one or two of them for on eBay for a dollar right now. But hopefully in 50 years, I could mm-hmm. sell each one for at least $5. Yeah. Yeah. Or probably because of inflation, $50. But that won't be that much money mm-hmm. then. 
Well, to the future. <laughs> to I the don't future. Know. <laughs> Sometimes I get sad that I don't, I won't get to like, you know, I love watching futuristic movies. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes I do get a little sad that I'm like, oh, this is going to be way too far in the future. I won't get to see that stuff. Oh, yeah. You know, like, yeah. like living on space stations. Mm-hmm. Like maybe we'll get a little bit of that in our lifetime, but not like the full thing. Right. That's why I like Minority Report so much because mm-hmm. I think that is a future world we could live in. Mm-hmm. Starring Stark Sands. Starring Stark Sands. Stark Sands. <laughs> <laughs> Starring Stark Sands. Hey, you know what I listened to the other day? What did you Kinky listen to? Oh, I was like, you know so what? Good. This God, is a great so fucking score. They're both great. Yeah. Hey, happy last show, Billy Porter. Oh, yeah. Aww. Welcome, Wayne Brady. I was Brady. also confused because I thought Wayne Brady had already started. No, he started rehearsals, so oh, everybody was talking oh, about it, and oh. they had that like first picture right. of him in, as Lola. Okay, that's what yeah. I was confused. Yeah. Also, for some reason, I mean, not for some reason, I was just in Seattle and I was stoned all summer. I didn't realize that Wayne Brady was going into mm. Kinky Boots until it was announced. I forgot about and it. I was conf- I was until it was like, announced. I was like, well, no, when they posted the photo of him. They right, were like, right, right, right. Wayne Brady. And I had forgotten I about it. I literally thought because of who Wayne Brady is in my mind, I was like, he must be on one of those daytime talk shows that I don't watch and he's doing a put-in he for had one his, day. He had his own talk show. He had his own talk show. The Wayne Brady Good show. Good for him. <laughs> That's, and I was it was like, like a variety I'm, sort of talk I'm, show. I was so confused. Mm. And then somebody was like, no, girl. No, that was me. I said that. You said that? <laughs> yeah. Somebody tweeted at me, too. Oh, Because okay. I tweeted about it. I was right. like, what the fuck's going on? And yeah. And they were like, yeah. he's going into it. And yeah. I was like, oh. Well, I mean, I'm interested. I know he can sing. Hey, I'll go see Kinky Boots any day if and someone like, gives me tickets. You know, he, I, knowing he's a comedian mm. and, and knowing how he may or may not approach things, maybe it's unfair on my part. I just want to make sure that he plays Lola grounded mm. and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And. Totally. He, like with the humanity and a dignity. Absolutely. And not. That's my like, concern. And yes. not out of like, I don't think right, it would be any of from that a malicious Darren place. Chris played Hedwig well, exactly. like a gay man and it right. was very offensive. Right. Um, I wish that we had been able to go see Wayne Brady and Kiss Me Kate. Where did he do Kiss Me, Kate? I, I think remember it was at this. the Pasadena Playhouse. Oh, well, yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what I bought today at the flea market? Not the Broadway flea market. No, not the Broadway flea market. Yeah, it's a different flea market. market. A, a regular a hipster flea market. Yeah. Wait, shit, let me find it. Get ready for it. It's not that exciting. It's just kind of funny and weird okay. because we're talking about this right now. A Pasadena Playhouse? Um a Swiss Army knife, right? But it's also like a teeny tiny Swiss Army That's so knife. Funny. There's only, only has, two things in it. What only, scissors and a nail file? There's a uh, scissors, a nail file, and a knife. Oh, and it it's, it says the Pasadena Playhouse. Fantastic. Two dollars. That wind up in Brooklyn. I don't know. That's funny. There was like it was like at someone's table. They had a box that was just all Swiss Army knives, and I was Weird. looking through it because I used to have one. I don't. I don't know what happened to it. And I was like, I yeah. Can what use kind another. of lesbian are you? Where's your leather I man? Know. Oh God, I'm so embarrassed. They're gonna take my card away. Um, but yeah, and then I was like, should I buy this Pasadena Playhouse? Yeah, you should. It's only $2. I should. Yeah. And I did. Fantastic. I have it. Well, Wayne Brady. Yep. Speaking of amazing things, (laughs) (laughs) next week, well, yeah, next week, like in a week and a half is The Wiz Live. I'm pretty excited. 
I'm excited that you're actually going to watch it. I mean, I watched that clip and I, and I, and I got really excited. Yeah. I'm he's excited on too down. because he's on down. Fuck. It's so good. Yes. Also, I forgot Amber Riley was in it, even though oh, we keep uh, talking about all the people exciting. that are in it. And, but like, the, and Uzo's the in it too. She wasn't I in that know. clip, but she's in, uh, the voices that were happening in that clip, though, of Izan down the road was just, just, I'm just so excited. I, I, I want to hear people I know. sing. I know. And people are going to sing. It's going to be so good. And I'm, I'm like, I was excited for The Sound of Music and I thought it was good, you know, Carrie Underwood, whatever. Right. And then I was interested in Peter Pan and it was good but boring, which I expected. Right. And then we all really were had no faith in NBC and thought they were going to do music The Music Man. Man and then they're like... Fast. Bait and switch, suckers. We're doing well, the yeah, whiz. Like, I mean, okay, because when they were like the sound of music, I was like, oh, that's cool that they're doing a yeah. lot of thing. And especially and it's Pan, the first I like, one I get like right. doing a Same title that everybody safe. loves. And right. But this doing the whiz is the in. first one that I when it was announced, I was like, oh shit, that's exciting. Yeah. And then they started announcing cast, and I was like, oh shit, oh shit, oh fuck, it's gonna be good. <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah. Oh my god. He's on down. He's on down. It's so good. Oh my god. Oh my god. The runs and the voices mm, and the mm-hmm. notes they're gonna hit. It's gonna be mm-hmm. real good. Shanice Williams, everyone. Holy shit. Great. Welcome oh to the god. world. Her voice is so fucking beautiful. Yeah. Just in that little clip, I was like, mm-hmm. oh girl, you got layers. Yeah. She's got oh her voice is really nice. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. I'm very excited. The costumes look bananas too. They do. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. As it should be. I'm so glad. And you're going to come over and watch it and it's going to be great. Yeah. Maybe we'll do something special for it. We'll maybe. F- maybe. maybe. It might just be live tweeting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> more, more amazing things, but something we're not going to be able to see. Um. I'm just, <laughs> I, I'm just expecting, I'm just like... I, Ex, you know, you just said that, and it made me realize that I'm not going to be able to see it. <laughs> and I'm like, now I'm sad. I'm sorry. Like just thinking about it, it was just sort of like the idea that it was happening. Do you think people listening to this right now are trying to figure out what we're talking about, or do they know what we're talking? Everybody about? Everybody knows I that Leah Salonga is doing Fun Home in the Philippines. No. Send us <sighs> to the Philippines. Yes, yeah, send us to the Philippines. Please. Because I literally, you know what my very first thought was? What? I mean, I think I had like five thoughts all at once. Yeah. Lisa Long is doing Fun Home. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck. I want to see that. Mm-hmm. I know someone who lives in Manila. I could you go. You do? I do. Oh. There was a girl, a cast member of Birds and Bees that oh. lives, that uh, is from Manila. And she oh, that's had right. I remember visa, that. So oh, she had well, to go home. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. Um, but she's there now. Amazing. So I yeah. actually do have a place to stay yeah. in Manila. So if somebody just wants to get me a flight over there, mm-hmm. I'm good. I, uh, maybe I can stay too. Yeah, sure. Probably. Okay, great. So I get both of us flights. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we can stay with Leah Salonga. Sure. Yeah. Oh my god! She's gonna be Judy Kuhn. Oh my god! I just I need to see Allegiance again right now because mm. I need Leah Salonga to be every part of my life right now. Oh, I just just go watch Mulan. <sighs> okay, <laughs> maybe I will. Oh, I do she's love so Mulan. Great. Oh my god, yeah. Leah Salonga! I'm just gonna download all her albums. Do it. She must have like 20 albums, right? Yeah, she's I'm Leah sure Salonga, she has a million. Right? She's albums. gotta have a lot of albums. Yeah, good, 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 good she's good, the best. Good, good, good. You know what I want to hear her sing? What? Shit. Fuck. Oh my God. <laughs> Revival of Ballroom with Leah Salonga. Make Leah, I mean, she's way too young for it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Well, make Leah Salonga mm-hmm. sing 50%, 50% from mm. Ballroom because that song. Do we know any other songs out. from Ballroom? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I have a copy of the script. Oh, okay. I've read part oh, of great. the script. Let's um, do a reading of it. It actually is like, like, do you know what it's about? No, I have no Oh, idea. my God. It's about Dorothy Loudon changing keys. Was Dorothy Loudon? Is it, wasn't it? it Dorothy Loudon? Was it not Dorothy Loudon? For some reason, I or think... Or maybe it, she just sings that song. It was either Dorothy Loudon or B. Arthur. Why do I think it's B. Arthur? I'm not sure. B. Arthur and Dorothy Loudon do not have the same vocal I know. Type. <laughs> Yeah, it couldn't have been B. Arthur because Carolee Carmelo sang that song. Mm. Um, and there's no way that Carolee Carmelo and B. Arthur um, sang the same songs. This is what Ballroom is about. Okay. Holy shit. I need a revival of Ballroom. I want to see Ballroom. Basically... There's like this middle-aged divorcee mm-hmm. and she's like, yeah, what is Dorothy Loudon? Dorothy oh, Loudon. and okay, her okay, character's okay. name is B. Asher. That's why I thought it. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. so basically she, what's her name? B? B. B. She's Arthur. like, you know, I'm a divorcee. It's cool though. Like I'm past that point mm-hmm. in my life. I've had my kids. Yeah. I'm divorced and like whatever. This is my lot in life now. Like mm-hmm. I've kind of already lived. Um, and then her friends are like, no way, girlfriend. You should go down to the ballroom tonight and we're going to oh, dance the, the night away. And it's very 70s. And like, mm-hmm. we're going to have a great fucking time and maybe you'll meet a man, girl. Come on. So she does and she meets a man and then she's like, I can live again. Yes, but before the parade. That's why it's called 50%. Oh. Because the song 50% is her singing, I'd rather have 50% of him oh. than 100% of anyone else. I'd rather be nine mm. people's favorite thing. It's a great song. Yeah. The sentiment mm. is questionable. Well. Um, but well, yeah. doesn't that sound like a fun show to it see? It does. Well, who would we cast in it? Currently, Carolee Carmelo. How old is she supposed to be? I mean, Carolee seems too young for that. Beth could do it. Okay. Beth's like got 10 years. I mean, not quite, but like... She doesn't. Beth can play yeah. any age, but well, she sure. definitely Beth Lovell can is play age anywhere between forty, 40 and, and seventy, yeah. depending on makeup. Yeah, and wigs and wigs. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But like, yeah, I guess I don't know. Find out how old Dorothy Loudon was in the original production. On it, she was fifty three. So Carolee could Carole's absolutely perfect. do. It. I guess the way you described it, right? <laughs> it well, I mean, like, she's she has grown well, children, and I understand and that. Yeah, she's divorced. True, so, sure, sure. You know, Carolee has a a a teenager, and I think mm-hmm. an early twenties kid. Yeah, right now, so, yeah. Know, it works. Mm-hmm. But Beth could do it. Both of them. Yeah, both of Beth, them definitely could do it. Beth can do it first. Carolee can do another revival five years later. Sure, like the new gypsy. Exactly. Yeah. Oh my I like god, it. what if Ballroom was the new gypsy? Oh, that'd be great. I don't think Ballroom is as well written as Gypsy, I'm assuming. <laughs> How could you possibly think that? As Gypsy's the best <laughs> musical that's ever been written. And Ballroom's never been revived. Yep. <laughs> well, they should do it at City Center. Fuck yeah, they should. Come on. Come on, City Get Center. Get on it. Encores. What the fuck <gasps> you know who deal? else would be great? Lilius. Oh, fuck. Shit. That needs to happen. Yeah. Immediately. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what about LaShawn? Well, I mean all these ladies. What about Leah Salonga? I mean, yeah, that's who you 
Oh, is that yeah. who I started this yeah, with? Yeah, that's oh, what we're talking about it. Well, and speaking of Leah Salonga, <laughs> it's been officially announced that Miss Saigon is coming back oh, yeah. to Broadway in 2017, though. So even though it's official, it's still like two years away. But Cameron ago. McIntosh is going to do it because he's Cameron the worst, but also like gets shit done. At least he had finally admitted that yeah, casting a that, white I know. person in the, I don't know what any of the characters' name are, but the male uh, The lead, engineer. The well, engineer. he was not the male lead. Oh, He's oh, featured. Oh, okay. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I, don't know. I, I don't know if there were other m- male leads that... Like, Chris is the male lead, but he's a white American right. guy. And John is his friend. He's, I think, was originally played by an African American, so he's generally cast hmm. black. I guess not African American because it started in London. <laughs> But maybe he was. I don't know. That's funny. Um, is generally cast black, I believe. Right. Yeah, people are so uncreative when I, it comes to oh, casting. Well, that's true. Well, and this is, I mean, it's less of an issue because I was a semi, you know, middle, middle, middle class, privileged on some level white girl. But I always was frustrated that Judy Garland was Dorothy in the Wizard of Oz, because even though she was 16, she looked kind of older. And whenever that show is done regionally, an adult plays her. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. And She's a child. I was in seventh grade when mm. my community theater did the Wizard of Oz and they cast an adult. And That's I was dumb. like, an Shirley adult? Temple was supposed to be an adult. Yeah. Like how old? She was like in her. 20s or like late 20s. She's a fucking she's supposed to be a child. I know. Shirley Temple was supposed to Patty, be Dorothy. I'm sorry you didn't get to play well, Dorothy. This is, but I'm I also sorry you didn't get to play Miss Hannigan. I should have played Miss I Hannigan. Know. I should have played Lady Macbeth. <sighs> but that was more to the point of like you're about like casting. Right, totally, if they totally, see what totally. they see, that's know, all they ever bullshit. see. God, it's dumb. I don't understand how people who are like quote unquote creative types can yeah. be so fucking not creative. Yeah. But you brought up something that I also saw on Twitter was which and I've never seen Miss Saigon. Me I either. only know the music. I don't even know the music. And from knowing the music, I wouldn't have he necessarily is on in Saigon. Is that Miss Saigon? Yes. <laughs> I also had one night in Bangkok makes no, that's Thailand Something. also. Bangkok is in Thailand. I, well, those were the two. I was. I, I couldn't for a second. I thought the heat is on in Saigon might be from chess. I knew it wasn't. I only know. So my high school did. I don't only know, but my high school had a pretty uh, well-known show choir that may or may not have it. had a, a television show on Fox um, made after it called Glee. And... <laughs> My sophomore year, they did a Miss Saigon show was their like competition show. And they had to change some of the words in the heat is on in Saigon because it's about uh, prostitution. prostitution. <laughs> like, you know, they're having like a um, a contest for Miss Saigon and it's all the prostitutes. Wait, so what are the lyrics? So the change? lyrics are the heat is on in Saigon. The girls are hotter than hell, but we change it to the weather's hotter than hell. Oh God! And then it's one of these girls who dragon wagon. God, the tension is high, not to mention the smell. Is that? (laughs) I think that those are the lyrics. The heat is on in Saigon. Is there a war going on? Don't ask, I ain't gonna tell. I don't remember. There was something about like the guys are fucking or something that they had to change. Also, I can't remember it. But for a long time, I thought fucking each other. No. 
Oh. I mean, I'm sure some of them were, but oh. um, I can't remember. But uh, I thought those were the real lyrics for quite some time. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I'm 17 and I'm new That's here like today. That's like how I, when I was a kid, I thought the lyrics to YMCA were yummy, not young man. Oh. I was like, yummy. Oh, but I forgot. I got distracted. Um, we are worried about how Miss Saigon I'm is I'm concerned racist? because I... I never heard that. And like I said, I've never seen it. And I mean, maybe it's a thing that we're I, we're coming to now that we realize it. Well, from I don't know Miss Saigon at all. This is a great mm-hmm. conversation because we don't know anything about Miss Well, Saigon. I know the story of, of Miss Saigon. Um, Miss Saigon is I just about have never actually a girl seen named it. Kim who is a prostitute. Correct. And then an American is like, I'm going to fuck you and get you pregnant and then I'm going back to America. Bye. And then she's like, I'm going to kill myself so that my child goes with you. Yeah. Got it. It's Madam Butterfly. Ah. Uh, But in Saigon instead of Japan. Well, I think from what I understood, most of the concerns I was seeing people raise are like, hey, are we going to actually do a critique on... I forget what the word for it is, but we doy. Is that what it is? Where white people they're, just abandon their babies? They're called we doy. Yeah, that the dust of like life. maybe a little more criticism of the. I fact hope that, so. Like, I mean, Kim fucking kills herself. Yeah, she fucking commits suicide because Americans suck. I don't know. I have more articulate. Well, than that. it's it's not that. It's just right. that it's that like these fucking white guys are like whenever we got deployed all over the world and we're just gonna fuck women and we're gonna get them pregnant and then we're gonna be like see ya. Yeah. Uh, if I if I know correctly, and again, like I said, I haven't actually seen the show. Chris doesn't find out that he has a kid until she kills herself. Okay. Um, or at least finds out. Fact checker says true. Finds out and then can't get to her soon enough to stop her. Not that he knows she's going to kill right, herself, right. but. Um, uh, I mean, I, I don't know. Oh, I'm be like, more responsible with your dick. Yeah. Fucking wrap it, <laughs> put a rubber on it, dudes. Also, diseases. <laughs> I like I don't know what to say to any of this because you're it's not know. wrong, but I yeah, and I don't know <laughs> I don't know if any changes have been I honestly I don't know. Right. Yeah, it was the sixties and the seventies and what free war love is and he it's Vietnam. I know it's Vietnam. Also, yeah, well, it was also like, Vietnam. Are also, we gonna talk about well, Vietnam? That's part I mean, it's not an excuse, but it's like at least the way that I know that song Boudoy, which I know from that show choir show, yes. is like you know, it's they're all fucking fucked up, and again, not right. an excuse. Right. And I don't know how the show treats it, so I'm interested to see it. Oh, yeah. Again, it, I hope I'm just it's excited not excited to see a helicopter on stage. Oh, I hope it's better than the chandelier in Phantom. Oh my god! Like, because the ha- first it was the chandelier, and then it was the helicopter, and then I don't know the fireworks and in the heights. Like, what was the next? <laughs> what was the next? Like big big thing? thing that we were that audiences were like, oh, Lion King. Oh, Lion King. Yeah, I guess that's right. Well, and then it was ghost. That. <laughs> that is interesting. I wonder. I gosh. I I wonder. I'm assuming Miss Saigon is probably at the library, so maybe I'll oh, try yeah. and go watch it. Actually, I probably won't. No, I want to. Yeah, I was gonna say I would um, want to see this first. But I, especially. I am curious because yeah, like I know 
going into Phantom, I'm like, yeah, this, I know this like blew people's brains the it's year so I slow. was born, but uh, the tech is uh, not so impressive slow. to me now. It's so slow. It's, so, it's like, I'm falling. It's move out of the way. It's going to crash. Oh, oh no. no. <laughs> you guys have like two minutes to get out of the way. Everybody has like a full oh, two minutes. So great. To get out of the way of the chandelier. It's just yeah. like, it, you know what's the most exciting part? What? When they raise it at the beginning of the oh, show. Oh, yeah. That that's is better. way more exciting yeah. than when it falls down. Yeah, that's better. Well, so I don't know. I'm still excited, but, and I'm I'm glad to have that sort of preparation because I honestly didn't know that that may or right. may not have been a concern I mean, for people. send us your thoughts, people. Yeah. Send us your thoughts. Are you worried that Miss Saigon is racist? Yeah. Let us know. I don't know. Curious. Yeah. Another problematic musical that's not even actual musical right now is Bombshell. <laughs> <laughs> Craig Zidane and Neil Marin said to someone somewhere that after they work on The Wiz and bring The Wiz to Broadway that they're going to bring Bombshell and they're searching for a book writer. Oh my God. Who's going to write that book? I don't know. But do you remember last week we were, I said something about, I couldn't remember what show it was, but that it was a show where basically the lead actress is on stage all the time and singing 11 o'clock numbers. Carolee Carmelo? Right. And I was like, they obviously hadn't seen Scandals. It was Bombshell that they were talking about. It was right, on the because, After Smash podcast. Oh, because and they were all like, of the songs right. that were written as showstoppers like, for each episode. Right. They're like, how is this going to work as a real show? Right. Which is that concert? Right. Because it is just, with the exception right. of every now and then, they'd like throw in Christian Borel or um, <laughs> Mark Kudish right. to do like, like a patter song. Every song is like a big song. Right. And that's when I was thinking, well, you obviously don't know Scandalous. Right. Because you can have a lead actress sing Hell 11 yeah, o'clock numbers for two and Hell a half yeah, hours. I only but, want to see it if Megan Hilty is in it. That's not true. I'll see it no matter what. As long as it's not Karen Cartwright. Exactly. I'm not going to say the real actress's name because I would, think that's mean. Yeah. Although I stand by that. But right. um, there are definitely a lot of actresses who could play that role. If it's Megan, that's great. By the time it gets its shit together, uh, she'll probably be, you know. You know what I wanted to talk to you about earlier? What? That I forgot. Jenny Barber was on the episode of Masters of Master of None. There are a lot of Broadway people on yeah. Master of None. It's fantastic. I got excited. Jenny yeah. Barber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jenny Barber and um Nina Arianda and Yeah, Nina Arianda. Oh god, sure. <laughs> there are other really people funny. too that I can't think of right now. Anyway, anyway you guys yeah. should all watch Master yeah, of None. Watch Master great, of None. It's great really, New York. Really good. Great New York set oh, show really and Aside from being a great show, there's a lot of good Broadway cameos. Yeah. Um, yeah, Bombshell, though. Bombshell. Did you think of that I mean, because listen, you thought Jenny Barber could be? Yep. Yep. That's exactly how I yeah, got there. Yeah, that's what I figured. I definitely like, think oh, Jenny Barber could play Marilyn. Jenny Barber could play Marilyn. Oh, Jenny Barber was on Master of None. <laughs> <laughs> that's what happened. Yep. Yep. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I don't know. I mean... Julie, Julie seemed to have a problem with the book on the show. So, right. Julia, Julia. Right. Um, remember that episode of Smash when Deborah Messing was eating a banana and peanut butter in bed, and everyone loved it. Well, because she was like sad, and that was her sad food. 
Was that her sad That food? was her sad food. Oh, is that why everyone freaked out? Yeah, about because it? they were like, are you kidding me? It was like when her marriage imploded and she was eating a peanut butter and peanut butter and banana in bed like it was a tub of Ben and Jerry's or something. Hmm. That's interesting. <laughs> Only because like now with my like new like food. Mm-hmm. I don't want to call it a diet because it's not a diet. It's a lifestyle. Well, it's a, a diet in in the actual sense of the word. You've changed the, the you've changed, changed your diet. Entire, You're not on a I'm diet. Not on a diet. I changed my diet. Yeah. Because like I haven't yeah, I haven't had any kind of really like sweets or anything mm-hmm. in like six months yeah and if like something really sad happened tomorrow and i was like i really need something mm-hmm. i would eat an apple and peanut butter <laughs> that's like my treat right now yeah i mean that's my treat now yeah and i'm sorry but like an apple and peanut butter is fucking delicious it is delicious it's delicious yeah that's real though yeah some people eat like that <laughs> Yeah, but you would have called it, and I'm sure you did at the time, bullshit when you saw that also. I don't remember. I mean, I'm only knowing from knowing like the when we call bullshit on actresses who are right. do the opposite thing, who are like, well, I like, ate a whole slice of right. I ate a whole pizza today. Maybe no, you didn't. didn't. <laughs> um well like I guess the thought I had from because I thought that people were like, Oh my god, she's eating an apple or a a banana and peanut butter that's so funny that's so relatable in the same way that there was like those episodes that episode where like of oh you don't watch scandal no like okay every episode of scandal Mm -hmm. she's like drinking wine right everyone's like yes i I know yes and then there was an episode where she like sat down uh, she was like eat she like popped some popcorn and was eating Mm -hmm. like popcorn and I wish I could remember who it was, but somebody, some celebrity tweeted like, oh my God, I fucking love Scandal. Look at her like eating that popcorn with the red wine. Like I totally do that. And I was like, I don't understand. Like, don't we all eat popcorn? Yeah. That's, Why is that exciting? I, I thought it was the same thing with this banana peanut butter that people were like, oh my God, that's so funny. It's like, cause I don't know. Like, I feel like the food that you see people eat mm-hmm. on TV mm-hmm. is not always like the same type of food that we eat in life. I think in life, unless someone needs to have some sort of special diet or they're an actress or an actor or a fitness person, if they're as sad as Julia was when her marriage imploded, right. would not eat a banana and I mean, I guess butter. I didn't remember that it was when her marriage fell apart. I don't know. I man. think that's what it was. Because they were like, of course, like, Deborah Messing is probably going to be like, I know what I eat when I get sad. <laughs> A banana and peanut butter. <laughs> and somebody at home eating popcorn and drinking wine watching right. Smash is like, I would have Chunky Monkey. I guess. Yeah. I under—I mean, I understand. Yeah. I just don't want people to judge me for eating apples and peanut butter as a treat. Okay. That's like my treat. Yeah, that's fine. It's so delicious. It can be your treat. It's so yummy. I want it right now. <laughs> Okay. I eat like an apple and peanut butter every day. <laughs> it's dessert every day. Well, then it's not a treat. But it's my treat of the day. Oh. Because that's the only like mm-hmm. treat-like thing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I have when I was, one square when dark I was, chocolate. When I was actually dieting, my treat would be like a small bag of real potato chips. See, I don't have... I don't... 
my treat wouldn't be a treats. treat version of a diet food. It would still be it would be a real like oh. bad food. But see, that's but that's I think that's, that's the difference a, between yeah. being on a diet and having mm-hmm. me, what did you say I did? A lifestyle diet change. Yeah. You you're not my, on a diet, you changed your I diet. I changed my diet. So yeah. like I don't have I don't have cheat I don't have treats that I would not eat every day. Yeah. Because I'm not going to eat something if I'm not going to put it in my body every day. Because mm-hmm. that's the biggest change I made was I right. was like, I want to put good food in my body. Oh, food that's good for potato me. Potato chips are the food best food. that makes food. me feel good. I mm-hmm. won't eat potato chips anymore. I love potato chips. I like them, but I'm okay without them. Mm. I'm Salty was more my uh, like vice than sweet. Honestly, after watching that documentary... When I look at sugar, it has like rat poison labels mm-hmm. on it in my mind. So it all just looks like poison. And mm-hmm. I really, I feel like, I feel like I finally understand like those moments with actresses, mm-hmm. skinny, skinny actresses who mm-hmm. are like, Ooh, I had a treat today. And it was like one, one teeny square of dark chocolate. Right. And you're like, Oh, get out. Yeah, that's like, what everyone was saying about bananas and peanut butter. But that's who I am now. Well, everyone hates you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> there's also a difference in... But like, like I'm not skinny shaming anyone, but there's also a difference in changing your diet for health reasons versus right. I need to lose weight. be at my TV weight sure, because sure. otherwise that's I true. won't that's get true. an acting job. But I like... I and mean, maybe you don't want to eat potato chips anymore, but maybe Deborah Messing does want to eat potato chips and she can't right. because she feels like she... That's true. That's, that's the thing with me is that it's not... I'm not stopping myself from eating things I want. Right. You I just don't, don't want to eat want those yeah, things exactly. anymore because exactly. I remember right. like... I made brownies the other night mm-hmm. that were good brownies, black bean brownies. Nope. <laughs> they were delicious. I know, I'm just kidding. I know, I enjoy Black yeah. bean brownies. And I was on my period. So I was like, fuck it. I'm going to eat three. Yeah, God, we and then so much period like, talk all the time. I felt like crap the next day. Uh, and I was like, sugar makes me feel shitty. Yeah. Like once I detoxed from sugar. Yeah. I was like, when I eat it, I feel crappy. Yeah. So you I don't need it find anymore. Find some sort of sugar substitute and make black bean brownies. No, with something else. Well, I can't. I feel fine when honey I eat or one. something it like that. It was the fact that oh, I let okay. myself eat three because I, I was see. like, I'm on my period. I, I deserve three brownies, <laughs> and it was delicious while it happened. And then the next morning, I well, felt that's like, like what I had a hangover, hangover is like. Exactly. Yeah. I had a sugar yeah. hangover. I had those. I don't want to have. Sugar I would have hangovers. cheese hangovers a lot. <laughs> Anyway, bombshell. Oh my god, people don't hate me. I'm not like <laughs> nobody a, hates you. I know you're not, but I'm very self conscious. I'm not gonna. It. I'm not gonna not eat sugar. But uh, you're not telling eat, me not to eat sugar, eat so that's why anymore. I don't hate you. I can't eat it anymore. But bombshell. Yo, <laughs> listen, if it well, happens, oh, I'm there. You know what though? This nonsense conversation gave us a nice transition. Because Jesse Tyler Ferguson is coming to Broadway in a show about food culture. Oh, it's about food culture. It is. Good. We do it's have a, a one-man show <laughs> called Fully Committed, and he's going to be playing 40 characters. What's it about in the context of food culture? Um, I didn't read this article, but let's see what it says. It just says it's about foodie culture. Oh, foodie culture. Yeah. Not food culture. Yeah. I think it's going to be updated a little bit because it's it's not a Broadway revival. It hadn't been on Broadway, but it had been off Broadway. So I think in the in way year? that... 
curious. 99. Nice. So only a little bit updated, I guess. Oh, it was a vineyard. It was a vineyard oh, show. Oh, cool. So That's exciting. in the way that um, it's only a play was updated right. a little bit for now. Now yeah, times. Yeah, yeah. This will be, be updated. Hipsters. Yeah, more hipsters. Let's see, from 99 more. to now. More bacon, probably. Probably the same costumes, though. Same costumes. <laughs> I wonder what else. M- molecular gastronomy. Mm, foam. Foams and uh, <laughs> like uh, pearls. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> oh, I'm excited. I like Jesse Tyler. I like Ferguson. him too. He's good. I think it'll be funny. Fully committed. I don't know why it's called that. I thought hmm. I was a little concerned because I saw that he was playing 40 characters in a show called Fully Committed. And I was like, gonna about, is this like, going to be? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't know about this. Yeah, sounds bad. But no. Um, this sounds good. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be at the Lyceum. The Lyceum. You put one man shows in the Lyceum. I mean, I guess it was available. So that's fine. Yeah. And he's doing a show. So it can only be a. Limited run anyway, so ah, right. so that's fine. Well, I'm excited about that. Wait, mm-hmm. when's it happening? Uh, it starts in April. Oh, shit. This season. Yeah, this season. Great. Previous begin April 2nd. Oh, exciting. Oh, official opening April 25th to July right 24th. Right in time for Tony season. Right in time. Probably like the day before the cutoff. Yeah, it's opening. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Well, that's exciting. Yeah, it does say it will be updated to match both Mr. Ferguson and the newer... A- app-based aspects of foodie culture. Oh, Does that mean like Instagram? app like Yelp or app like appetizers? Oh! <laughs> I think they mean Do you guys like want an app? No, I know. Instagram. It means like Instagram. Oh, yeah. Oh, that makes more sense. I don't... My head went to Yelp, which I guess could be part of it too. But but right, like, right, like right, food right. porn but makes th- more yeah, sense. Say, yeah. I think it's yeah. food porn. Sometimes I do that. Not usually in restaurants. Listen, I went to a fancy restaurant uh-huh. or a fancy dinner because of my job. And I was there with all these other fancy chefs. And they were like lighting the photos for each other with their phones. Yeah, like I somebody know. would light, yeah, light their yeah. use their like flashlight and then somebody would take a picture and then it would be somebody else's turn. It was hilarious. Ridiculous. It was hilarious. And what's funny is because they were all chefs, which you often hear about grumpy chefs in restaurants being like, just eat my food. Right. But then these chefs are like... doing it too. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're like, bitch, that the, you know, steak rested long enough. It needs to be eaten now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. But I need to let people know I'm here and how beautiful your food looks. Right. Just eat it. The bills, I think, oh, there was that thing that was going around the internet that was like tables aren't turning over as quicker or whatever. That, because people oh, are, that thing yeah. that was like, people complain about our service yeah. and we looked at all of our security yeah. cameras and it's not us, it's you motherfuckers. Which might Get off not your be phones then, and order your food. Then I think maybe it's not true or I don't know, but it was a good point right. whether it was true that, or not. That post definitely seemed in the vein of like, you know, I feel like there's been a lot of things in the last couple of years where some restaurant, you know, somebody's like, get that fucking kid out of here. And then oh. it like goes viral. And then they're yeah. like arguing with commenters on their Facebook page where people are like, how dare you kick that child Which, out? And they're like, fuck you, leave us alone. I mean, I get it. It's like going to a show and there's a kid there and they're raucous. And even if it's 
Like if it's a Lion King or an Aladdin, I'm more forgiving. If you have a kid in a show that they're bored out of their fucking minds at, then I'm a little frustrated, but the theaters have still allowed it. So I don't know. I'm not going to be mad at those parents necessarily. Right. What about like when we went to go see Chaplin and you were sitting next to those people that were translating the entire show? Listen, their children people who translate musicals or plays... It, you can't just stop doing that. You either need to accept that you can't understand the words and you need to figure out what's happening with your eyes or go see Phantom of the Opera where no one gives a shit that you're talking and taking photos. Yeah. I saw Jesus Christ Superstar in Swedish and I wasn't like, which one's Judas? <laughs> like... And it was before I, though I know the story of Jesus, knew Jesus Christ Superstar. So you just accept. I mean, I could figure it out. Right. That's and that's why I I went to go see like Leslie Jean's Dangerous. Oh right. And it is that in French? No, it was in English. I didn't. You go see Shakespeare, it. and I'm like, not like. Right, exactly. The exactly, joke here was exactly. about his cod piece. Right. And I just, <laughs> when I go see Shakespeare, I just. Stop paying attention. Yeah. Watch. Exactly. I mean, I can you kind watch. Of, I can kind of get like, <clears throat> like the gist sure. of what's yeah. going on. Yeah. I yeah. don't get anything else besides like the bullet plot points. Right. Right. Um, well, there's something else exciting happening that I wish I had money for. Oh, God, what is In it? In New York City, Betty Buckley ah! is offering a five-day masterclass. Five days! Five days with Betty Buckley! Called Song Interpretation and Monologue Intensive Workshop. Holy shit. Can somebody somebody go to this? Record the whole thing on your iPhone and mm-hmm. let us listen I to don't it. know if you have to. The way this is written, it's hard to tell if you have to go to all of them or if you can, like, go to one. Oh. Um, because it says she's offering master classes, but then it's called a five day song interpretation and monologue intensive workshop. Wait, so workshop. How much of five cost? classes? I probably have to go to the website of it. Click here for more information. Eight hundred and seventy five dollars for all five classes. If you want to audit, it's only five hundred dollars. What? And you have to interview and audition. Whoa, you have to interview to audit? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, listen, if you got 900 bucks to blow. Yeah. Go. 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 And then tell us how it is. Yeah. And say hi to Betty Buckley for us. Yes. Carolee, 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 Carolee. Update. Carolee Carmelo did a dub splash with Terrence Mann. And it's really good, and you should see it. It's mm. on her Instagram. Mm-hmm. She's making really great faces in it. Oh, my God. It's really adorable mm-hmm. and funny. Also, I like that everybody, like, is so jazzed about Terrence Mann all the time. It's exciting. I know. The he world loves Twitter Terrence Mann. I saw. That, it was a very exciting mm-hmm. Terrence Mann week because mm-hmm. everyone was like, oh, my God, Terrence Mann mm-hmm. is on Twitter. You know, I used to get Terrence Mann confused with Terrence McNally. That makes sense. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. Also, James Earl Jones' character in Field of Dreams is named Terrence Mann. <gasps> what? Mm-hmm. He plays like a like a beat writer from the 70s. What? Mm-hmm. Who loves baseball. <laughs> well, is, what? Well, I don't know. I that made that me was think like of a, like that SNL sketch. Yeah. <laughs> no, I sounded more like the alien oh, guy oh, oh. than 
baseball. But he sort of, I don't know, the way James Earl Jones says baseball in a very specific way. Well, James Earl Jones. I love James Are you going to go Jones? see Star Wars? Probably. Okay. I'm seeing it. Oh. Shady and I are going to go see it on my birthday because that's the day it comes out. Oh, I didn't know it came out. I thought it came out on Christmas. No, it comes out on the 17th. Oh, okay. It's my birthday. Maybe I'll go when I'm in the middle of nowhere, Wisconsin, because I bet nobody pre-bought you tickets come there. You come with Shady and me on my birthday. Are there tickets left? Probably. Oh, okay. We were able to get tickets to a 7.30 showing. Do I have to come up here? Yes. Okay, no thanks. <laughs> At 7.30? Yeah. I'll pass. <laughs> <laughs> Well, those are our plans for not seeing Star Wars yep. and or seeing Star Wars. I'll be seeing Star Wars. Share, share your plans with us. <laughs> Unless, is that like your birthday outing? I should come to your birthday outing. No, you don't have to. We just decided yeah. to go I love see. that you don't Shady about really things. wanted to see Star Wars. <laughs> and I was wanting to see Star yeah. Wars too. It happened to me on my birthday. Perfect. I figured we could go mm-hmm. see it because then I don't have to do anything on my birthday besides go see a movie. Excellent. I don't have to like have a party or anything, which is a-okay. Well, you don't have to have a party anyway. I know, but people go, I know. <laughs> I usually just go see a show. Mm, that's true. So this is a show. Yeah, different kind. My mom still calls it the show. The like show? Your, your dad and I went to the show this weekend. What show? The show. Any show? A movie is, is what that means. The show? Yeah, the show. So and then I say, oh, what movie did you see? And she says, I don't know. Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. Mm. That's mm. funny. Is that just like a Midwest thing? Maybe. I don't know. Huh. I thought it was like a her generation thing, but I'm not sure. Like the picture show. Huh. Anyway, anyway. everybody send Carolee Carmelo schmackeries when she does her uh, yeah. Thanksgiving Day show. Send her lots of uh, sorry you have to work on Thanksgiving tweets. Do hey, this it. is the first Thanksgiving I think that I've ever, the first Thanksgiving that I've been an adult that I haven't had to work on Thanksgiving. Oh, fantastic. And when I say haven't had to, I mean haven't had the privilege of working on Thanksgiving. Oh, sure. I actually love working on Thanksgiving. Yeah, Great you tips. do. Yeah. And I hate Thanksgiving, mm. so I'd rather work. Well, not this year. Not this year. I have to spend it with my family. Now it's time for the Laura Benanti Tweet, Tweet of the Week. We have a two-parter again this week. On November 20th at 427, Laura Benanti tweeted, Wonder if you might be kind of racist? Ask yourself, do I think Donald Trump's racist? And if your answer is no, then yes, you're racist. Then at 522 on November 20th, she tweeted, My blocking fingers are getting so much exercise after my racist Trump tweet. Time for a snack. (laughs) Good one, Laura. (laughs) Donald Trump is a garbage person. It's true. He's the worst. That's our show. Until next week, you can follow us on Twitter at at Patty, the letter N, Emily, Patty, N, Emily. You can follow us individually at Patty with Y and at Emily Faye Oakley and find us anywhere else on the internet by searching Patty and Emily. Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, rate us and leave us a comment and we'll read it on the show. Send us your topic suggestions, questions, dreamcasts, etc. And in the meantime, go Go see live theater. theater.